This is Julie D. from NordoniaHills.News. The Cleveland Sports Show starts now. Hello, everyone. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Cleveland Sports Show this week. We have a ton to talk about today, and I mean a ton. So let's get this started. First, of course, with our sports fact of the day. And today is May 25th, and on this day in 2011... Philadelphia Phillies infielder Wilson Valdez earns a win as a pitcher and his team triumphs over the Cincinnati Reds 5-4 in 19 innings at Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Manager Charlie Manuel is out of traditional pitching options, so he moves Valdez from second base to the mound in the top of the 19th. At age 33, he has never pitched professionally. Valdez retires the Cincinnati batter's without a run or a hit, hitting one batter with a pitch. The Phillies win on a bases-loaded sacrifice fly by Raul Ibanez. Now, baseball fans, we're going to get a lot more into Indians updates this week, but I want to go um, from the Sports Fact of the Week to the UEFA Champions League final. That's right, if you've been counting down calendar fans, we have exactly one more week until Tottenham Hotspur will face off against Liverpool FC in Madrid for the Champions League Cup this year. Just wanted to remind you guys on that, because this is definitely one of the biggest soccer matches of the entire calendar year. And another big soccer match, uh, or soccer organization, um, of the year is the MLS. And we've got the standings for you right now. Philadelphia, they still stand on the top of the standings with 24 points, 7 wins, 3 draws, and 3 losses. However, with exactly 24 points right behind them is DC United. In 14 matches played, they have 7 wins, losses. Due to those 4 losses and the only 3 for Philadelphia, um, the Union are able to move up ahead in that one spot. The Montreal Impact are 4 points uh, behind DC United with 21 points thanks to 6 wins, 3 draws, and 6 losses. And then the defending champions Atlanta United in 4th place with 6 wins, 2 draws, and 5 losses for a combined 20 points. And it honestly seems to be getting worse for the crew as now they move into the 8th spot in the Eastern Conference. They've slumped to 5 wins, 2 draws, or excuse me, five wins, one draw, and eight losses for just 16 points. And unfortunately, FC Cincinnati fans, it seems like your season will be coming to its end. As now, FC Cincinnati are officially the worst place, or excuse me, the worst team in the Eastern Conference with um, last place, 12th place to be more specific. 13 matches played, three wins, two draws, and eight losses. Only uh, New England, um, they and New England are the only teams um, who don't even have 15 points yet in the MLS Eastern Conference. However, in the Western Conference, LAFC, the best team in the entire MLS still, with 34 points, the only team in the MLS with above 30 points, 10 wins, 4 draws, and only 1 loss. The Seattle Sounders are 8 points behind them, so LAFC with a comfortable 8-point margin. 
However, with seven wins, five draws, and one loss, the Seattle Sounders have put themselves within striking distance um, against LAFC. The other Los Angeles team, the LA Galaxy, with 14 matches played, have eight wins, a draw, and five losses on the season. Now, ladies and gentlemen, some of the upcoming games in the MLS uh, today include Chicago, the Chicago Fire, taking on NYCFC. Vancouver will be taking on FC Dallas. New England will be playing DC United today at 7.30. Philadelphia will host Portland at 7.30 today. And Minnesota United will be facing off against the Houston Dynamo. Now, let's get more into the specifics for our... Ohio soccer teams. First, we'll get into the Columbus Crew, who, as I mentioned, are eighth place in the Eastern Conference. This past Saturday, um, the 18th, the Columbus Crew uh, were in Minneapolis to take on Minnesota United and lost by a final score of one to nothing. That was the only game um, that was in between our shows here at the Cleveland Sports Show. However, the crew have a game today at 9 o'clock in Colorado to take on the Rapids. Um, crew looking to get back in shape against a Colorado team who are 12th place in the MLS, the worst team in the Western Conference. So crew fans, hopefully the crew will be able to um, take advantage of that and maybe be able to smother out a win. After today, after tonight's matchup um, in Denver, the crew will head back home for a three-game homestand at Mapfrey Stadium for games against NYCFC, Sporting KC, and Orlando City before heading back out on the road to go to Utah and face Real Salt Lake before coming back home. And FC Cincinnati fans, as I mentioned, unfortunately, it's not looking too good for you guys. It's a little bit sad because Google still doesn't have um, a logo for FC Cincinnati. But nonetheless, between our two episodes here at the Cleveland Sports Show, FC Cincinnati, just like Columbus, played only one game. And unfortunately, that one game was a 5-1 to one whopping um, from the hands of the Orlando City of Orlando City in Orlando against FC Cincinnati tonight, FC Cincinnati will continue their season with a home game against the New York Red Bulls before heading out for a two-game road trip against Colorado and NYCFC before coming back home to face the LA Galaxy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes the soccer portion of our show. As I mentioned, so much to talk about with soccer, but we also have so much to talk with basketball. But first, let's get into the NBA Conference Finals, and more specifically, the Western Conference Finals. After having a 2-0 lead, thanks to a 17-point comeback in Oakland in Game 2, the Warriors headed to Portland to face the Trailblazers in Game 3 of the Western Conference Finals. Now, it was a desperation game for Portland. It wasn't exactly a must-win, but going down 3-0 against a gold, the Golden State Warriors pretty much means that your season is over. And ladies and gentlemen, let me say this. Draymond Green in games 3 and 4 had the two games of his life. Having a triple-double in game 3, 20 points, 12 assists, and 13 rebounds all in 38 minutes, 
Klay Thompson with 19 points to go along with 5 assists and 5 rebounds. Steph Curry, 36 points, 3 assists, and 6 rebounds. And then Kavon Looney as well, playing very well for the Warriors these last few games. 8 points, 1 assist, and 3 rebounds. Green, Thompson, and Curry were the only 3 players um, who were in double-digit scoring for the Warriors. But, of course, the Warriors were able to come back against the Trailblazers. The reason that the Warriors won this game was because of the poor shooting of the Golden State, or excuse me, of the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers just not effective from the field or efficient whatsoever. In 40 minutes, Damian Lillard, the guy we call um, having Dame time, only 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. CJ McCollum, only 23 points, 5 assists, 3 rebounds in 38 minutes. No one on the Blazers was able to hit even 25 points. And that's a recipe for disaster against the Warriors. In the end, the Warriors outscored the Blazers 29-13 to in the third quarter um, to really get back on that comeback trail. And then outscored the Blazers by 8 in the fourth quarter to win Game 3 by 11. Final score, 110-99. to And then... With Game 4 coming up uh, this past Monday, the Warriors and Blazers had a much more competitive game. After the first quarter, it was 36-35 to in favor of the Warriors. A very high-scoring first quarter. The Blazers were ab- then able to take some momentum in, um, after the second quarter, um, thanks to a 34-29 to lead for them after the second quarter. However, the game eventually went into OT, where the Warriors prevailed by scoring 8 points to the Trailblazers' 6, and winning Game 4 by a score of 119-117. to So that means, thanks to a sweep of the Portland Trailblazers, the Golden State Warriors are in the NBA Finals for a fifth consecutive year. Draymond Green had another triple-double in Game 4 with 18 points, 11 assists, and 14 rebounds in 43 minutes. In 47 minutes, Stephen Curry put up 37, 11, and 13, while Klay Thompson with 17 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists, all in 46 minutes. Now, Damian Lillard did have a much better game in Game 4, 28 points, 12 assists to go with 4 rebounds, and his backcourt mate in the same amount of time, 44 minutes, put up 2 rebounds, 7 assists to go along with 26 points. And Myers Leonard, what a phenomenal story in Game 4. 40 minutes, had 25 points in the first half, was only able to score 5 in the second half, leading him to score 30 total for the game. But nonetheless, a phenomenal way for Myers Leonard to end his season. Now, as I mentioned, the Warriors are officially in the NBA Finals for a fifth consecutive year. We've been hearing news reports, ladies and gentlemen, that Kevin Durant will most likely miss the start of the NBA Finals but could come back against either the Toronto Raptors or the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, let's get started with the series. The last time we were on our show, um, we had only covered the first game of the series because that was the only game in which it happened. Well, now today we're going to have Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. And let's go back all the way to May 17th, um, which was Game 2. Bucks destroy the Raptors 125 to 103. The Bucks outscore the Raptors by 14 in the first quarter and by 11 in the second quarter, um, and really just 
never looked back on the Raptors. For that Game 2 victory, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, with 30 points. Nikola Mirotic off the bench with 15. Eric Bledsoe um, in 29 minutes, putting up 5 rebounds, 7 assists to go along with 8 points. Um, Malcolm Brogdon, who was the 2016-27 Rookie of the Year, putting up 14 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. Now, with the game on the line in Toronto uh, this past Sunday in Game 3, we had two overtimes. The Raptors were able to outscore the um, Bucks by six in the second overtime to eventually win the game 112 to 118 to get themselves right back in this series. For the Raptors, Kawhi Leonard with 36 points in 52 minutes, nine rebounds and five assists. Pascal Siakam, who, ladies and gentlemen, has my vote for most improved player of the year, 25 points. To go along with 11 rebounds. He played 51 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. This is a guy we never expected to play 51 minutes. Kyle Lowry, although he had 11 points, was able to dish out 5 assists and grab 4 boards. Norman Powell, as well, has been a huge factor for the Raptors in these last few games. In Game 3, more specifically, he put up 19 points, 3 assists, and 4 rebounds. All in 30 minutes. Now, with Toronto having momentum in the series after having just won Game 3 back at home at Scotiabank Arena, um, they were able to carry that momentum into Game 4. After a tight first quarter in which the Raptors were up 32-31, to the Raptors outscored the Bucks by 9 in the second quarter, by 3 in the third quarter, and then by 5 in the fourth quarter to eventually blow the game open and win by a final score of 102 to 120 to tie the series. Although Giannis um, had a much better game um, in Game 4 with 25 points and 10 rebounds, um, Kyle Lowry had a much, much better game himself. After putting up only 11 points in Game 3, Kyle Lowry in 34 minutes put up 25 points, 5 rebounds, and 6 assists. Norman Powell, again, 18 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. What a huge contributor for the Raptors, and a great decision by Nick Nurse. With his 19 points, 1 assist, and 7 rebounds in 34 minutes, Kawhi Leonard dominated once again. An all-around team effort for the Raptors led to a big celebration from Raptors superfan Drake, um, as some of you may have known, um, when he was massaging Coach Nick Nurse's back. Super happy for the city of Toronto. Um, Drake is really one of the ambassadors of the Toronto Raptors and should definitely be celebrating after his team tied the series. But then, guess what? Drake could celebrate a little bit more because going back to Game 5, the Raptors and the Bucks would face off to see who would take that all-important three games to two lead. And after the Bucks went up 18-4 to early in the fourth quarter, or excuse me, in the first quarter, A lot of people, including myself, thought this game was already over. I was even saying to myself, the Raptors don't have a chance in Game 5 tonight. But here they were, being able to weather the storm, only down 10 after the first quarter, 22-32. They then outscored the Bucks in the second and the fourth quarter. In the second quarter, the Raptors outscored the Bucks 24-17. The score was tied 26-26 in the third quarter before the Raptors were able to Outscore the Bucks by 9 in the 4th quarter to eventually win the game by 6. 
Kawhi Leonard with another superhuman performance. 35 points, he put up 9 um, assists and 7 rebounds all in 40 minutes. Um, Kyle Lowry, another big performance, 17 points, 6 assists, 7 rebounds all in 39 minutes. And then Fred Van Vliet, what a phenomenal contribution off the bench. In 37 minutes, he put up 21 points, an assist, and a rebound. And as some of you may know, had a crucial three-pointer late in the game to give the Raptors, um, eventually give the Raptors a six-point lead to win the game. Now, Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals is where we are tonight. You can catch the game tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TNT. Kenny the Jet Smith, Ernie Johnson, Charles Barkley, and Shaq will have you guys covered from Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Will the Raptors be able to close the series out tonight and head to the NBA Finals for the first time in their franchise history? Or can the Bucks tie it up in Toronto and force a Game 7 on Memorial Day this Monday back in Milwaukee? We shall see. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know I have just closed out uh, my NBA analysis, but the WNBA season started just yesterday, and we had two insanely close games. What a great way to start the year. The Dallas Wings and the Atlanta Dream faced off last night. Um, the Dream were able to defeat the Wings by only four points, 72-76. to 76. Thanks to um, a 12-point advantage for the Dream in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Wings 29-17. to The Dream were able to get their first victory of the season. Alicia Gray with 14 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds in 26 minutes. Um, and Arike Agubaule, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, uh, 12 points, 1 assist, and 3 rebounds in 20 points definitely helped contribute to this Atlanta Dream victory. And last night we also had our second game um, of the evening where the Indiana Fever faced off against the New York Liberty. And a grinding one-point win for the Fever, 81-80. to They outscored the um, New York Liberty 25-20 to in the fourth quarter. Erica Wheeler with 16 uh Points for the Fever, 5 assists, and 6 rebounds, all in 30 minutes. Now, some upcoming games for the WNBA include today, where the defending champion Seattle Storm will host the Phoenix Mercury today on ABC. You can catch the game there. Today, also, um, the second-place team, the runner-up from last year, the Washington Mystics, um, will be at the Connecticut Sun today. The Chicago Sky will be at the Minnesota Lynx as well today at 8 o'clock p.m. So we have a slate of games coming up for the WNBA schedule, and we're going to have a lot more for you guys this summer, especially with the Women's World Cup soccer um, coming up as well. So stay tuned for that. We're going to get to the Stanley Cup Finals for the NHL playoffs um, as well. Now, the Sharks were... Um, excuse me, the St. Louis Blues were able to defeat the Sharks um, in six games. Um, the St. Louis Blues uh, defeated the Sharks 5-1 to one in Game 6 to clinch the series, which means that we are now set up for the Stanley Cup Finals. The Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues 
Game 1 will be this Memorial Day um, on Monday from TD Garden in Boston. The, uh, the Bruins will host the Blues at 8 o'clock. Um, game 2 um, will be on Wednesday. Game 3 next Saturday, um, the same day as the UEFA Champions League Final from St. Louis. And then Game 4 um, on Monday the 3rd um, of June at 8 o'clock. You can catch all the games on NBC between the Blues and the Bruins. And as I always say, you can never have a Cleveland sports show without the Indians, and that's what we're going to get into right now. The past week for the Indians has been a little bit bittersweet. After a 10-0 routing of the Baltimore Orioles this past Sunday, um, the Indians lost all of their matchups with the um, Oakland Athletics um, at Progressive Field, the three matches. The first match, the Athletics defeated the Indians 6-4. Um, then the next day, they defeated the Indians at Progressive Field by a score of 5-3. to three. And then this past Wednesday, defeated the Indians once again, going with seven runs to the two scored by the Indians. Then the Indians, um, on Thursday, kicked off their series with um, the Tampa Bay Rays and lost that first game. So after that 10 nothing win against the Orioles, the Indians have lost four in a row. However, yesterday they were able to get back on track with a 3-1 to win um, against the Rays. In that 7-2 loss um, in their first matchup, the Rays outscored the Indians by two in the first inning, then added another run in the second inning. It was scoreless until the sixth inning, where we had our most action. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays scored four innings compared to the Indians only two innings. Um, the Indians were only able to score those two innings in that, uh, excuse me, those two runs in that sixth inning. However, yesterday the Indians, as I said, were able to get back on track against the Rays, um, winning 3-1. to one. After taking a one nothing lead in uh, after the first inning, though, uh, the Indians were able to tie up the score in the fourth inning, one to one, and then scored two more runs in the eighth inning, giving them a three to one lead. The Indians are now twenty six and twenty four, and their upcoming games include two more against the Tampa Bay Rays at Progressive Field um, today at four ten p.m. and then tomorrow at one ten p.m. The Indians will then head to Boston to take on the Red Sox. After those uh, three matchups in Boston, the Indians will head uh, to Chicago to face the White Sox for four straight games before coming back home for a three-game homestand series against the Minnesota Twins. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our episode today of the Cleveland Sports Show. Um, before I get going, I just want to let you guys know that if you haven't yet, make sure um, you head on to NordoniaHills.News as we have a lot going on in our community these, uh, these last few days um, and weeks as well. So you're definitely going to want to check out some of the great work um, that these students of Nordonia Hills have been doing, covering everything going around in the community. You can also go to my Twitter page, at Nordonia Sports. I'm Darius Sethna. Um, you can see um, all the content I've been posting. I posted the Warriors Championship Ceremony on my Twitter account, um, also past episodes that you may have missed from the Cleveland Sports Show as well. I also have updated um, and uploaded all of my Cleveland Sports Show episodes 
to the website SoundCloud. Um, you can check that out. Just type in the search, bo um, search box, Cleveland Sports Show with Darius Sethna, and you should definitely be able to find my episodes. And um, if you want to listen to them there, you are, of course, more than welcome. But until our next episode, um, episode, excuse me, have a great week, everyone. Have a happy Memorial Day. Go Indians, and I'll see you for another awesome episode of the Cleveland Sports Show next week. But until then, take care, and have a great weekend. Thank you.